I'm a fundamentalist. I'm not ashamed of that term. Not ashamed of that. Um, when I was a young man, I had a choice. I could have been anything I wanted to be. I could have been a Presbyterian. I could have been a Lutheran. I could have been a Methodist. I could have been a could have been an Arminian of theological belief. I could have been a Calvinist of theological belief. I had all the laying ahead of me, laying out there. What do you want? What it, what's real? But what I was looking for is what is what is Bible? What's Bible? What's what, what what stands up under the scrutiny of the Word of God? That's that's what counts. Is it stand up? What what you end up believing? I want to believe what stands up under God's scrutiny, which is His Word. And so I went to a group that called themselves fundamentalists. Now in Islam, there's a group called fundamentalists, and there's you know there there it's just a word that means basic when. We were losing our football game. I remember our coach would get us together at halftime, and he'd say, man, we're going back to the fundamentals. We're going, no razzle-dazzle, no more razzle-dazzle. I don't know if your guys ever, no more razzle-dazzle. We're going back to the fundamentals. We're running 24, 26, 28. You know, those were the numbers for the plays. And we're going to run them play. We're going to hit the line. You guards do this, and you, you ends do this, and you halfbacks do this. And he said, get back to what you know you can know you can do. And do it. Get back to fundamentals. And as a born-again believer, you want to stick with the fundamentals. There's a lot of razzle-dazzle out there. There's all kinds of waves that come through Christianity. Waves of faddish beliefs come through Christianity. When In the 70s, it was tongues. Tongues, 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 tongues. Now, this died down some. Tongues, 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 tongues. Everybody's going to speak. If you haven't sp spoken tongues, you don't have the Holy Spirit, was what they said. Of course, that wasn't true. Go to the Bible, make sure. But fundamentalists, beloved, when I, I, when I gave all diligence to write unto you the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you to exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. Another verse I want to associate with that is, Fight the good fight of faith. It's not a cakewalk. You have to defend. You say God can defend his word. He told you to defend it. Of course he can defend it. But how does he defend it? He defends it through you. He defends the Bible through you. He witnesses to sinners through you. Right? He goes door to door through you. Uh, he passes out tracts through you. He supports missionaries through you. Look, God could send an angel through heaven, and he's going to someday during the tribulation period preach an everlasting gospel to the whole world, and they're going to hear by this angel. Well, that will be one of the very few times, maybe the only time, that God didn't use man to spread the gospel. He said, you go into the world and preach your gospel to every creature. You bet, yeah, imagine them little 11, 11 mismatched uh, apostles of his. They didn't have anything going for them, really not much going for them. If they were here today, they wouldn't have much going for them. What they did have going for them was you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Ooh. And God said, me and you make a majority. And so they, were, they believed in the faith. There is such a thing as the faith once delivered to the saints. They hold on eternal life, whereunto thou art also called, and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. 
I'm going to give you tonight, real quickly, eight characteristics. Don't be scared by that. Boy, most times a preacher comes up with six, seven, eight points. You're in for a long ride. But no, you won't be. Eight characteristics of what a fundamentalist is. A fundamentalist contends for the faith. I mean, I just read that verse, right? That's one of the characteristics. We're willing to contend. Oh, oh, preacher, I'm non-confrontational. Get over it. I just, I just don't like to have people mad at me. Get over it. Have you ever had to get over something? I don't like ice cream. Most of you got over it. The fundamentalist is labeled a fighter because he disagrees with the majority opinion. Most of the time, we are in the minority. We're in the minority as far as Christendom goes. Christendom does not mean everybody in it is Christian. I just read today the Evangelical Lutheran Church said that abortion should be legal and available to all women. They took a specific stand on that. You're going to see them. Oh, this Roe versus Wade is going to uncover a lot of wickedness in high places. A leadership of the Methodist Church, leadership of the Lutheran Church, leadership. You're going to even see some Catholics pull away from the, the deal. They're going to call themselves, uh, no, it, it manifests itself. But uh, we're supposed to fight. Fight, I'm not, a, I mean, I am kind of a fighter, but I mean, it's kind of what comes natural to me. But the people who doesn't come natural, they still need to stand for the, what's right. You don't need to be popular with men, but you sure need to be obedient to God. Makes sense? So you need to be popular with God if I'm going to choose one or the other. And so it's one of the, uh, he, he, the fundamentals he's disliked and mocked as a loner, a minority, and a, a type of a person. Oddball. They call us legalists. Now what they mean by the, the formal definition of legalism is you're trying to earn your salvation by keeping the law. I've never met a fundamental person that I remember that was trying to be saved by keeping the law. Not one. They know, for by grace you are saved through faith, that not of yourselves is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. They know the Bible well enough to know that. They know it. But what they're trying to do is obey God. There's 127 commandments of Jesus in the imperative in the Greek. At least 127. I say at least because there may be more. 127 commandments that we are supposed to, we're responsible to, and are supposed to obey in the New Testament alone. That why, why do you need to read the Bible? Well, you all know what those are. I did a, a remember, anybody here when I did a Wednesday night on them? I took weeks and weeks, went over all 127 of them. Somebody asked me for a copy of that today. I think I'm going to give it to them. A fundamentalist is a fighter, but now, on the, uh, this is the, oxymoron almost part of that is he's also gentle to all men. He's gentle, but he's firm. A servant of the Lord must not be strived, but be gentle unto all men. I have to teach patient uh, in meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves. They don't even know they're opposing themselves, but they do. If God preadventure will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth. That's the way you get forgiveness, is you repent and acknowledge the truth over what you think. Or if you say the Bible says this, I think this, but I believe the Bible's right and I'm wrong. That's repentance. It's a change of spirit. It's, right, it's allowing God to be who he is and be, and it is God's right and I'm wrong. Boy, I'm wrong. That's, is that hard to say? 
I'm wrong. It is hard for the pride. A, a fundamentalist is a separatist, number three. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. If you read uh, 2 Corinthians chapter, I think it's verse 6, 14 through 7, 1, uh, some of the boys have quoted that. It's, on the, it's in the deck of cards there that uh, it very clearly mentions five areas that, that do not agree with each other. You know, and, and, and you can, they do not mix. Oil and water doesn't mix no matter how much you shake it up. And you're not supposed to mix with evil or wickedness as a child of, of God and as a child of light. We're, we're not to even have fellowship with them for works of darkness, rather reprove them. That's one of the reasons I say you can't have rock and roll music in the local church. Obviously, rock and roll came from the world. Obviously, it's still used in the world. Obviously, it's sensual. I didn't, mean, I didn't say sexual. I said sensual. There's a difference. It appeals to the senses, the flesh, and obviously, that's not where God's at, if you know the Word of God. So we're not to fellowship with that. Man, God forbid we bring it in the house of God. And it said, the night is far spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness. I got saved out of rock and roll music, played in a little band, a little garage band at the time. Played for our senior play. We, our band played for the senior play. Our high school ran uh, 1,000 a class. We had 3,000 people there. And, uh, man, I thought, man, I was going to be in that the rest of my life. And when I got right with God, I realized I had to cast off those things that were of the world. And I had those eight-track tapes. Had to get rid of them. Had to get rid of them. Let us put on the armor of light. I used to play guitar. Played had five years of lessons, and I I sold the guitar, sold the guitar for three hundred bucks. It was a Gibson. I can't remember G twenty five or something. But it, I just saw one on a road show sell for twenty five thousand. I sold the thing for three hundred bucks. Oh, I said you should have kept it. I said no, no. The guitar would have took me back. I said I had to get rid of it. I had to burn the plows, kill the oxen. Get away from it. And so we're a separatist. We separate away from the things of darkness, things of evil. We're, we're ecclesiastically separated too. Gospel Baptist Church and independent fundamental Bible-believing Baptists are not associated. We're not a member. In a soci we're, we're associated with each other, but we're not, we're not in an ecclesiastical union with any other church. This church rises and falls on itself. If the devil kills Gospel Baptists, it won't affect Seagate Baptist or Naples Baptist Temple or Cornerstone Baptist or Winkler Road Baptist or Daniels Road Baptist or Truth Baptist or uh, Gunnery Road Baptist or uh, Winkler Road Baptist, say that already, or uh, uh, Gulf Coast Baptist or Calvary Baptist or any of these other churches that are around here. Well, in fact, they got the devil's got to kill us one at a time. Most denominations have a hierarchy, like I read today with the Evangelical Lutherans, and they make this statement that we think abortion's good. Well, that represents our whole body. The whole body of believers are represented by the, what them people up get up there and say. You know what that would tell me if I was a member of them? Ow, it's time to separate from them. Where's my bin time? Bin time. They're, they're also pro-homosexual, pro-women preachers, pro, a lot of unbiblical things that they stand for. I was born a Lutheran. I want to die a Lutheran. Well, you're going to stand for God someday and hate that statement. 
a fundamentalist is a biblicist. All scripture give me inspiration of God, profitable for doctrine, reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. And I don't even know what, all I can say is the issue among fundamentalists is the Bible. It's the Bible. We care what the Bible says. This is a Bible. We don't just verbal. See, what there's a deception of in every hand here. You've got churches out there that say, we're Bible churches, but they don't follow it. We're Bible churches. we got a great doctrinal statement, but it doesn't apply to life. In other words, when you look at what goes on at the church, you say, well, that's not right, and that's not right, and that's not right. And they say, well, you know, that was back when Paul, and that's the old-timey stuff, and now we're more modern, we're more progressive. And, and that's liberalism, and that's heresy. That's not fundamentalist. So we're, we care about the Bible. For I say, for verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, one jot or tittle shall in no way pass from the law till all be fulfilled. Who could say that except God? Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. Who could say that but God? And who could guarantee that those words will stay preserved but God? Only God could do that. Only God could do that. You believe in the, you believe in the deity of Christ? You believe he was God, manifest the flesh, justified in the spirit, seeing of angels, preaching of Gentiles, receive of the glory? I do. I believe he was God, manifest the flesh. That's why the demons fell down and said, have you come to torment us before the time? I believe that he was, he's the judge of all that is. He's the judge of the living and the dead, the Bible says. That humble man, that little humble carpenter's son, wasn't just, the, the, well, the spiritual world knew he wasn't just a humble carpenter's son. We're a biblicist. But how then shall the scripture be fulfilled, thus it must be? This is right after he said, just for the crucifixion, he said, don't you know I could have called 12 legions of angels? Legions are anywhere from, well, 600 to 1,000 or so. Could be 1,000 soldiers. So let's say Jesus said, don't you understand? This is after Peter cut the ear off of the high priest's servant. He said, put your sword away. Don't you know that I could call 12 legions of angels? And whoosh, He wouldn't even have had to do that. He could have personally just said it because Jesus spoke everything into existence. He had to be real careful what he said because when he said something, it had power behind the words. He didn't, he didn't say anything off the cuff. Every word was calculated, understood, and planned. He said the scripture must be fulfilled. Not maybe it'll get fulfilled or half chance it'll fulfill. He said it will be fulfilled. The Bible's going to be fulfilled. When the dust settles on the whole thing, and all those voices that were out there saying this and that and the other thing are going to be silenced, and the Bible will be left, the Word of God. Uh, the, uh, a fundamentalist is a creationist. For six days the Lord made heaven and earth and sea and all was in them and settled and rested the seventh day, whereof the Lord, wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. When I, why did I use 
Exodus chapter 20, and not Genesis. In the beginning, God created heaven and earth, because you heard that all the time. You've heard that a lot. But all through the Bible, it reaffirms what is said in Genesis 1.1. All through the Bible. This is the one case. Uh, let's see if we got another one here. I don't think so. But it, it, I could have put a little example for time's sake. It was 24-hour day. There is no reason from the language, no reason from the way it's used in other places of the Bible to believe it's anything but a 24, six 24-hour days. God created everything it is, including you, man. He did it. You say it's impossible. That's right. We serve a God of the impossible for sure. I don't serve a small God. I serve a big God. Uh, a fundamentalist by is by biblically a supernaturalist. Uh, Jonah was swallowed by a great fish. Amen? Moses and company did uh, walk on dry land across the Red Sea. Jesus did raise the dead. He healed the sick. He gave sight to the blind, hearing to the deaf, walked on water, fed 5,000 or more with a small lunch, was resurrected, is coming back again as king of kings and lord of lords, just to name a few. Every miracle mentioned in the Bible is exactly the way it went down. It happened. He gave eyes to people, I believe, with, with it never had any eyes. That's why he went down there spitting the dirt and made up the, because we come from dirt. We go back to dirt. And so our body is, your soul does but your body comes from dirt. So he gave the boy a couple new eyes right on the spot. You that are in medicine, like our brother, man, know the complexity of the retina. Who could do that? Only God. Don't you let them. Don't you let them persuade you. No matter how highly educated they may be, don't you ever let anybody persuade you the Bible's not true and God didn't do what he said he did. The Bible says they're fools. The word moron is what it uses. They're morons. They're, they're, uh, where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this age? Hath not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? Well, uh, well, fundamentalist is a, uh, he's an evangelist. Get it, go in the world and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Um, but you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the uttermost part of the earth as a sampling. He says, go, that's all we need to know. Oh, I like that. He said, go, that's all I need to know. When he said go, he didn't. I want to be nice to you because I'm supposed to be gentle. But when he said go, he didn't say some go, some don't. He didn't say some do, some don't. You say, well, brother, I'm too shy to witness. You're disobedient and in sin. People are leaning on you and relying upon you to be a witness so they can be saved. And you're going to meet certain people I'll never meet, certain people never go to church, certain people that never give the gospel a, 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 any listening. You're going to run into them, bump into them, those are the people that God said, those, tell them. Tell them about me. Slip it in there. Get, do it somehow. I think if you, ask God, if you ask God and you have a pure heart about it, I want to witness to somebody, but it seems like it's real hard. Lord, give me an opening. He's going to give you an opening. It's going to happen. Something's going to happen. 
my uh, alarm, the guy that put my alarm in my house, his name was John, and he was he was an altar boy in the county church, and he had uh, priests did some bad things, tried to do some bad things to him, and he got turned off, and he was against religion, you know, just a really anti-religion kind of a guy, and he was, and I didn't want to talk about it, but one day the Holy Spirit, when he was over there, I tried to talk to him every time he came out, and I said, John, I said, man, you know, you for years you've been coming here and you just won't let me say anything about faith in Christ. And he told me the older boy's story and told me why he was turned off. I said, John, there's a lot of counterfeit $100 bills, but when I give you a $100 bill today, you're going to take it, aren't you? Said, oh, yeah, yeah. I said, come on, there's hypocrites. There's hypocrites and everything. So the hypocrites are going to die and go to hell. But don't you go. And so we got to talking to John about salvation and being saved. He said, well, I'm not ready yet, preacher. I'm not ready. I'm not really ready yet. He died next week, the next week, instantly of a heart attack. If God let John come up here tonight out of Hades, he wouldn't be as kind as I am. Evangelist. We're an activist. That's number eight. I say eight characteristics, right? That's what it is. Man, we're out. We're gonna get out early. One of the favorite words of fundamental Baptists. We're gonna get out early. What? Hey, thanks for coming. Now, this is not a, really a political activist. This is spiritual activist. Fundamentalists knows the eternality of the Bible, the eternality of the spiritual things versus the temporalness of the world. He sees that clearly. Uh, he, sees the, he sees the difference between the eternal and the temporal. You, you see it. You know what I'm talking about. To what degree you see the difference measures your zeal. Zeal. Your enthusiasm. If you live, if you stick in the, if you stay in the Bible and you walk with God, it's going to give you a clear view of the eternal, eternal things, and it's going to make you more zealous about obeying and getting the things that God wants. Is it's going to make you more of an activist for the things of God. The people that are passive aren't walking with God and aren't really reading their book, aren't in their book. Because the more you get in the book, the more zealous, the more activist you're going to become. The less in the book, the colder you become. You know what it's like to be cold? Cold is simply just don't give a rip. You don't care if your neighbor goes to hell. He had plenty of chances. You don't care if the girl at the, at the checkout goes to hell because, hey, she probably had plenty. She was probably raised by a preacher. Uh, you you don't you just don't care. You just say I'm just not going to get involved in that. That's not what a fundamentalist is. A fundamentalist believes the Bible and he's close enough to it and walks with it and the Holy Spirit of God that he's an activist. And how I kept Paul said how I kept back nothing that was profitable unto you, but have showed you and have taught you publicly. I like the spelling of that. That's a correct spelling of that, by the way. Publicly and from house to house. Spelling evolves. I don't know if you know about spelling. Shakespeare, I think he signed his name 11 different ways. 
They didn't have phonetics down real well then. Genome. 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 Which is it? Caribbean? Caribbean. Caribbean? Caribbean. Publicly and from house to house. We try to still do that. Testifying both to the Jews and also to the Greeks, what do we tell them? Friends toward God and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. So if you're not a fundamentalist, the pressure to go left or to go liberal or to go into more unbelief will sweep you away. Why? He that stands for nothing, practices nothing, ends up with nothing. History is conclusive. Those who do not stand for truth move left like every major early Christian university, denomination, or institution in recorded history in the U.S. You can go back to Harvard or Yale and read their founding documents and read what they had. You had to be born again to get in those places, and I mean really born again like we're born again. And today they're just they're hives, hives of wickedness and unbelief. How does the Methodist, John Wesley was one of the most godly men I've ever read about. He rode a horse for 50 years preaching the gospel. He suffered untold, untold misery on that horse, getting from place to place, from church to church to give the gospel to those folks. How could he, They started a denomination around him because his followers were so methodical with the way they were you know, they read their Bible, they prayed, they had they were so methodical, they called Methodists. He hated denominations, didn't want one named after him. But they ended up doing it anyway, you couldn't stop it. How could he go from hellfire, damnation, old King James Bible, Methodists to where they're at today? That's because the pressure is always to move you away from the truth. Feel it. Feel it. As a preacher, man, I have had to make real strong moves to not move. Give 100 years to any institution, denomination, or university that is sound fundamentally without major specific safeguards in place and enforced, it will go left. I don't care what name, what the school's called. I don't care what it's called. It'll go left. A school is not what it was. A school is what it is. Because what it was 25, 30 years, 35, 40 years ago is not what it is today. Most of the time. Unless they have had real strong safeguards put in to save it. Or dissolve it. And start over. That's the thing about independent fundamentalists. You step on one and two spring out. One goes crazy and another three start. It's, it's, it's not by coincidence that independent fundamental Baptists tend to be small churches scattered all over the place. But despise not thou the day of small things, God said. Don't do it. God works through small things oftentimes way before he'll work through this kind of stuff. 
But I just wanted to let you know, and you know this, the pressure on you is to get more liberal, more into unbelief, away from supernatural, start talking uh, what they call uh, arguing away or discerning away from the, the real truth of the matter. Um, defining it away. So are you a fundamentalist? Do you believe and hold the specificity of the Bible? Ooh, that's a big word. Contend for the faith? Are you gentle to all men in doing it? You don't be mean. I know some guys go off the edge, man. They get me in a junkyard dog. Are you a separatist? Are you a biblicist? A creationist? Supernaturalist? An evangelist? An activist for Jesus? If not, beware and reevaluate your faith and why you are not these things. If they once were good, why are they not today? And by the grace of God, help us not to move. Uh, oftentimes when a church switches pastors, they move. They move. I hope that doesn't happen here at the gospel. Gospel Baptist is, this, I'm the third pastor here at the gospel. I was assistant pastor before we had any pastor. When V.L. Martin was here, I was his assistant. And then we had... Perry McKinney, I was his assistant for 12 years, 11 and a half years. Then they were crazy enough to call me, so I'm number three. But I can tell you this from being here the entire distance of 42 years, we have not moved. We have not moved. And by the grace of God, 42 years from now, you don't, you don't have to move. You don't have to move. Stay with the things that are true and right, just, and honest. Father, help us today. Give us wisdom from above. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, I got one more slide. Oh, don't kill that. Did you kill that? That's it right there. Now, I want to tell you about that. First of all, that's not the, that's not the final copy. Roe versus Wade, the word is dead is going to be in red. So babies can live. There will be no phone number on it. It'll just be paid for by Gospel Baptist Church if we do that. That is, you say, why put a billboard up that if Roe versus Wade comes, if the SCOTUS, Supreme Court of the United States, comes out with a with a vote on Roe versus Wade and oh, kills it. That's a celebration billboard. That's not for girls that are thinking about getting an abortion. That's just for us. That's for all the people who put blood, sweat, money, protest time, wrote letters against abortion. This little moment of sweet savoring the victory that federally it is no longer the law. Now that doesn't get rid of abortion. You'd have to kill them. The only way to get rid of abortion in America is kill every one of them that were for it. That's what they did in the Old Testament. A sweet guy like, you know, uh, oh, let me think. I see uh, a few of the Old Testament boys. Uh, Josiah went around and cleaned out all of the sodomites. What would that be? That's all your homosexual, transgenders, transvestites. He killed them all. What does that teach me? 
It teaches me the only way they're going to change is by death for the majority. I My, my uh, cousin was a homo. He got saved, and he hadn't been a homo now. He's not a pr- Obviously, if you go back to practice and she never got it. But he got saved. I think he's been clean now. Well, it's got to be almost 20 years. But he was bad. And so that, amen, once in a rare while, you hear one of them coming out of it and getting getting clean and staying free, and it's beautiful. That's, my, that's of course, my hope for all of them. But when I look at the Bible, I don't see that's the way they got over it. I see God cleanse the land, and so that I bet when the I bet when the homosexuals read the Bible, they squeal. Think about it. I bet they squeal. You want to know why they hate us? Because of what it says. Yeah, I mean they read what they can read the same book I'm reading, and they 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 just. Yeah, that's why they're trying to smother us right now. And they're going after your children if you got some. They want to get them early because they know they're not going to change us, but they're going to try to change these little tykes. Disney just announced that they're coming out with a clothing line for gay children. You that go to Disney, I just want to want to remind you. That's where your money's going. I'm not going to Disney. I quit Costco two years ago. They haven't got a dime of my money. Glory to God, hallelujah. I'll go pay more. I'm not giving them screaming liberals a dime. Of course, the fundamental synaculists, but not political. Father, help us tonight. Give us wisdom from above. Help us to be true to your word. Save us all the way to the end. Help us to be faithful unto death. Someday you could give us a crown of life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you would like to know more about the Lord Jesus Christ, you may contact us at the church website, gospelbaptistchurch.com, or you can go to Facebook and type in Gospel Baptist Church Bonita Springs, Florida. Also, you could call the church office at 239-947-1285. Thank you, and God bless.